Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Oh, Ellie, I love your little hat filter. I'm so glad you're here. I'll be Zorro. That's fashion. We are fashion. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings. Welcome to sort of a unique Space Trash podcast episode that then will play into the next episode that will take place at the Aries full moon ritual. But this is like a precursor to that. I am pleased to introduce our special guest, Ellie Carl Johnson, otherwise known as, in the words of Gigi, it's Gabriella. Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, Gabriella Karifa Johnson, aka GKJ Matters, and White GKJ Matters coming to the table. Now, I understand that that might be a controversial way to introduce our next guest, but actually, is it? And isn't that the point? But because I've said this is a comedy podcast. I hope you all know that the synchronicity is far too great to ignore for the sake of your feelings, right? Obviously, it's so funny that I'm reading all of this shit about Kanye beefing and, and people have been using her initials because, you know, it's a long name, as you know, it's, it's a three part name and they're all, you know, they got a couple of syllables to them. You know what I mean? So, so people in the media, like the news Friends, people have been really like shouting out, standing by, standing hard, G-K-J. And I've had to literally every single time be like, okay, wait, not my G, not my G-J-K, not my G-J-K, different G-J-K, right? But then out of curiosity, I pulled up for chart. In the episode last week, Molly and I did talk about her, but we decided not to look up for chart because for all intents and purposes, she didn't like sign up to have a public beef with Kanye necessarily. And like- Like, we didn't want to just, you know, if she is genuinely a private citizen trying to do her day job, like, and then express her feelings, like, maybe we don't need to, like, you know, you know, look at her in the, in the soul x-ray machine necessarily, like, maybe just give her a little, like, space, right? But then, you know, I'm curious, I'm curious, I start to do a little research on her, I hear some of the things she's saying, I realize, you know what, she might love to hear her birth chart, right? And then I was curious too, because I'm like, I have a GJK. Well, let me just see like what else they have in common. And I was blown away that on this powerful pre-eclipse Libra season full moon, which is all about Aries and individuality, but we had Chiron exactly conjunct Aries individuality. So actually individual ass GJK is actually kind of similar to my GJK. They have the same sun and moon and initials and in many ways, a similar life trajectory and philosophy on fashion. I have some quotes I'd like to share with you. But first and foremost, how funny is that? What's funny is you keep saying my my initials. I keep saying GJK. Those are actually, those are my lifelong initials. Wait, what? Yeah, because my middle name starts with a J. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying the initials that I was known by for 35 years not my like married hyphenation initials 
So on some level, you appropriated these initials. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> no, it's funny. The reason I keep saying it so slowly is because I'm trying to get it right. Because in my head, because we use JK so much. Yeah. When you say it that way, you're saying it in alphabetical order. And I think sometimes that's natural to us. What do you know about the Kanye, Gabriella, Karifa Johnson beef? So she hated the shirt. He hated the boot. (laughs) And then it got nasty and personal. I think the boots was the nasty and personal. And in fact, I think the whole White Lives Matter artistic choice was also in many ways nasty and personal. So the whole thing's been nasty and personal, such is planet earth right now pretty nasty and personal i would say 99 percent of my pop cultural information comes directly from the space trash podcast we're <laughs> awesome. the space daily show <laughs> i rely on the internet. So, so basically, she is one of the editors at large at Vogue. She is a rising star in the fashion styling world. She got her start as first an art history major at Barnard. Why did she choose art history? Because she felt it was the most aesthetic of the liberal arts degree options. Okay. And then yeah. she sort of got into the fashion game by cold emailing, guessing people's email addresses and cold emailing them to try to get her, like to push her way in. She had no fashion experience, but what she would send on her resume was what she expects it to look like in 2025. Okay. So this is some context about the woman that we're talking about. She then became a, I believe first she was like a a fashion stylist intern Then she became like an editorial intern. Then she sort of started writing features and designing things and sort of moving into the more like sort of the blend of the creative and the, the, you know, she's not a fashion designer, even though I do have a quote from her that I wanted to see what you thought of where she said that she originally wanted to be a fashion designer. But when she started to actually like design fashion, she found that she wasn't quite the best at it. And so what she found was that styling was a way to still be connected to and work with the textiles creatively, but that she wouldn't like, I was just laughing because like, I'm a Capricorn moon too. You're a Capricorn moon. She's a Capricorn moon. I understand what she's saying completely where she's like, well, okay, if I'm not going to be the the best at something, I'm going to find the thing like in the area like this, that I can also, or that I can instead be the best at a lol, 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 cap moons. But so then she um, worked for some very prominent, uh, so yeah, no, no, first she worked for some prominent designers, then she became a fashion stylist, an an editor of a fashion magazine, an editor of a number of fashion magazines, and eventually she worked her way into Vogue. Now she lets us know every time they talk about it that actually she has a meeting with the devil wears Prada and she's actually like so sweet. Right. So like, we love to see this Capricorn moon, subtle flexing. I see myself in her so much in, in certain ways, but anyway, uh, Gabriella, Carl, what's your middle name? Jean. My middle name is Jean. <laughs> the universe, the universe provides very funny <laughs> stuff. 
Very funny stuff. But formerly known as Gabriella Jean Carl, now married Gabriella Carl Johnson, is here with me today. We're going to call her Ellie so that we don't confuse all the Gabriellas. But Ellie, welcome. Um, please introduce yourself to anyone who doesn't know you from the community. I have to apologize first because I think I'm a terrible podcast guest um, because I always freeze when the spotlight is on me. Is there something in my chart about that? It's eclipse season and you're a Scorpio, North Node, Venus, Uranus. And so you're, you don't freeze. You go into Taurus mode, which is like GG mode. And you're like, I don't want to say anything that's going to like actually be penetrative or real because then like I will be exposed and God forbid, like you'd you're learning in this eclipse cycle that like playing it safe is not so safe. Right. Like, so you're just like, do I really, what do I tell them about who I am? I'm usually so managed and controlled about what I actually decide to share creatively. I know. Like, because I that's part like of the Scorpio power, but these right. are going to come rock your world. And I'm just facilitating this, this tidal wave of, of new identifying as a penetrative, you know, deep creative voice. Right. I know. And I'm kind of like, well, you know, my name, that's too much already. Right. Right. It's not Gabriella. It's Ellie. It's Ellie. And in fact, it's actually just L. If you so look for online, just at L. And that's like when you, what's that meme? That's like, here's how you find out if they're interested in you. You give them your number with like the wrong, you like, what is it? It's like, give someone your number. With one digit wrong? Digit wrong. What is that? What is that thing? Fuck, I'm fucking it up. If they yeah. ask for your number, they really wanted to talk. I feel like it's like, yeah, if you really want to find Ellie, you're going to have to come to the Zoom renewal. But okay. <laughs> Without saying your name, anonymous person that has the same initials as, as Gabriella from Vogue. What's fascinating to me is in getting to know you and your trajectory and then listening to these interviews with Libra, Sun, Capricorn, Moon, uh, just the like of you in the conversation that she has on fashion and styling and being a part of that universe. When she talks about fashion, what she's talking about is art. She's talking about storytelling and she's talking about architecture. And I'm laughing because I'm like, wow, this is actually sort of an alternate universe. Ellie, for all the things that you do and all of the different hats that you've worn in your life, they actually include the fusion, the passion, the working with, the resourcing from all of those things, Mm -hmm. which is fucking crazy crazy it's funny and that like the description of well I studied fashion and then I realized I'm not I'm not the greatest I studied architecture and realized very quickly like oh I will not be the best at this I am not (laughs) I'm not resourced and I'm not equipped to be the best at this but I can do something adjacent. Wait, that's so crazy too, because that's like what she says. She says not only was her talent not like best of class and therefore it like immediately became not that interesting to her, but she also said that the fashion business is ultimately corporate and that like, if you're not the biggest, brightest, best talent, then Mm -hmm. the only other chance you have is to be rich and connected. And she was neither rich nor connected. So she did not feel that she had the talent or the resources to pursue the action building of the thing that she was interested in building but she literally said so I went to something that was in the world and adjacent that I might actually thrive at (laughs) (laughs) so after architecture school what did you do I I loved the research there's a you know there's I loved the research she said that's what Gabby was just talking about that's what Gabby was just talking about the interview I was listening to sorry it's Gabriella but Ellie likes research too (laughs) so I eventually when I realized like I don't have the resources to do 
this. Like I don't have the connections to up to the top or the financial resources to just slog at it and work unpaid for who knows how long. So I became a research librarian and I, I work at a sort of the vogue of Universities, kind of I would say. Vogue, yeah, of of a of the research university world. Okay, so you do you literally work at the Vogue of educational institutions. <laughs> you are in the adjacent field to the thing that you studied, which was architecture in this case. I'm like a stylist for your research work. With that little hat too, that's a great character. Don't you like make skirts? I made clothing. Yes. For a while. I made wearable objects and sold them on like a really ad hoc basis. Like I sold them at boutiques in San Francisco and Oakland. I never got beyond the making of them myself. And I know, you know, there are, there are brands out, you know, like small makers out there who still, you know, they're like well-known, but they make everything themselves or with a small team, but I never got beyond making everything just myself. Like, how did that even happen? So you just started seeing things that you thought would look cool together and like putting them together. And then people were like, I want that. Yeah, basically. And there were, you know, this is like 20 years ago and I couldn't find, I wanted a little hat, like a little, um, like cyclist hat. (laughs) What a beautiful bookend for that dream. (laughs) Not a little hat. (laughs) I couldn't find one. And so I just, I made one that worked for me and then started making a lot of them. And it was a very, you know, like early aught, like a real fixed gear bicycle moment in San Francisco. So a lot of these hats were, you know, like gender free objects. And that was the main thing that I That's like, that's like literally someone I heard about Vampire Weekend before they were Vampire Weekend. You're like, I actually was doing sustainable genderless objects. (laughs) (laughs) You were a hipster on no gender. No genders matter. Okay, so like you you made the thing that you needed Mm -hmm. and then it kind of became a thing. Yeah, yeah. And like it paid my rent. Ellie, what a fucking Capricorn. She doesn't even consider this a success. But if you have a little hat business, a genderless little hat business that living in California paid the rent, that is fucking awesome. I mean, mind you, I shared an apartment with a lot of people but I made my portion of rent with the things that I made. Um, but yeah, it, I, it, it's the, it was the sort of thing that like without like a big investment of, of capital, which I didn't have um, and didn't have access to through anyone that I, that I knew that was it plateau. And so what happened? You just one day like stopped doing it? No, one day I went to architecture school. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. So it did actually start with fashion as well. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Can't fight the moonlight, baby. It is what it is. Okay, so let's take a look at your chart in relationship with the other GKJ, who's also in fashion, interested in architecture, a oh stylist. Is, is it her? On the weekend, it's her birthday. Oh my God. Perfect. Happy oh. birthday, Gabriella, and happy belated birthday, Ellie. And let's take a look at your charts together. Okay, both are Libra suns. Both are in the 20 degrees of Capricorn moons. You both have 
Mars in Libra, Ellie's Venus is in Scorpio, Gabriella's Venus is in Virgo. Virgo, Venus, she is very concerned on a Venusian level with like function and feeling comfortable and at home. So when that shirt made her uncomfortable, she didn't like the language. She didn't even think it looked cool. She was like, okay, this is like insulting me, which it, which it was. Your Saturns are exactly opposite each other. Now that's an interesting piece. Your Saturn is in Leo her Saturn. So this is all a big part of her almost over, but not quite yet. Saturn return. You're almost done. Gabriella, hang in there. You're awakening. It is worth noting too, that her North node is also in Capricorn. That's why the timing is so interesting with this actually, because even though she is having what you both are having and everybody that has major Pluto Wherever it is in your chart, it's happening. But if you have your sun, your moon, or a personal planet at a late degree of Capricorn, which all three of us do, me and the Ellie's, sorry, it's Gabriella's, there is an absolute death of moon, the soul occurring that isn't like dying, dying, but it's like there is a real deal power struggle going on between what we've been comfortable, what we've been influenced by up until this point, like the things that the Capricorns have felt equal status, the things that the Capricorns have felt equal prestige, the things that the Capricorns have felt is responsible or right or looks good or, you know, is, is, should be the governing body is changing. And so with all the moon and Capricorn stuff, it's like, oh, we're actually feeling the discomfort of like, oh, actually like on some level, my internal makeup is changing. And what makes me feel comfortable is changing. And what makes me feel at home is changing. What makes me feel nurtured is changing. What I thought of status is different than what I thought I thought of status, right? So that's what all three of us and anybody who has their moon in Capricorn is going through. What's really kind of cool though, is her North node in Capricorn during her Saturn return, while all this is going on, it's like, I think her purpose, especially once Pluto moves out of Capricorn once and for all, like by 2025, which is what she was saying on those resumes. Yeah, that's so interesting. Wow. Oh my gosh. When Pluto moves into Aquarius, she will have finished her Saturn return, but her Saturn is at zero degree Aquarius. I think she is going to be a major power player in the in the fashion, in the, in the, it's not even just fashion. What she said was those shirts traumatized me. I don't know if I was at a fashion show, bro, wearing Nazi costumes around. I don't know. I think that this is going to only help her career and bolster her status in every way. And it's kind of like this Pluto is now like having her in a massively public fight at the top end, highest end Ivy League University of fashion magazines. We go the other way with the tier. This powerful conflict, it's not going to hurt anyone here, actually. I think we're just observing two public people showing up and engaging in a public discourse. I don't know about you, but this feels much more controlled and real to me than anything we got from Johnny and Amber. So I'm interested. And it's also interesting that for many people, myself included, this is, I mean, I'm not tuned into fashion journalism or styling, anything like that. So this is, this is my first knowledge of her. This is like her entrance as Mm -hmm. a public Mm -hmm. figure into the kind of pop culture world. And she is, I mean, actually both of them, as you're saying, are showing themselves to be quite reasonable yeah. in this, you know, uh, what was framed as a conflict. I thought the, the only overtly positive outcome from this performative choice of Kanye West 
was to allow people to disagree, have public discourse, watching people feel the need to jump in as if saying to somebody, well, your boots are ugly is like the most horror. I would be so embarrassed for the record as a, as a Capricorn moon myself, if somebody felt that I needed that level of defending, if you offend some fashion choice of mine, I want to be like, yo, 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 yo. Uh, I do have a stronger sense of self than you think. I absolutely can handle this. Well, and also to presume that someone who's working in fashion, like in the thick of it, would not have made a deliberate, considered, very aware choice of footwear to recognize the sort of like, like any contextual implications of the design, any imagery that it would evoke. Yeah, for for some like rando to jump in and be like don't be mean right. I mean I guess it's not random it's Gigi Hadid and I, I did find out that like the reason are they that friends I, they are friends so one of okay. one of Gabriella's first opportunities was with a brand I'm so out of fashion hold on I wrote it down because I was like I don't know what this is but apparently it was like one of the revolutionary like bridges between the old school fashion hierarchy and the new school fashion hierarchy which now can be more like models have these models cultivating personalities and a relationship with the audience wearing the clothing like the clothing doesn't necessarily have to come from Milan to be cool but Gigi Hadid telling you to wear fashion from wherever it's called like white face white face (laughs) fuck it doesn't matter I'll find a name but anyway they they work together like on a brand that was like an up and coming brand that all the models were kind of like, like the, the business of the brand was to have like the models be the spokespeople, but like on a very personal level. And so she styled a lot of that stuff. So they worked together for a long, long time. And so they, they remain friendly. They, they like, that's like her sister in the biz. Like they came up together. It's like, if somebody said something about Razzie's shoes, that's the thing. If somebody said something about something Razzie wore, I would like text her and joke about it. I wouldn't be like, Hey, She's pregnant, not fat. Like we would, we wouldn't like think that was like, do you know what I mean? Like if somebody said like Sarah's lipstick is all over her face at the Munuels, it would be like, LOL, it is like, you know, and a lot of times I'm wearing orthopedic shoes. So my B, I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not in fashion, but yeah, it's interesting. Like when we look at her, just her chart, Gabriella Karifa Johnson, she has her son, her Mercury in Libra. She has, no, no. Oh my God. Wait, I got him next up. Your Mercury is in Virgo. Her Mercury's in Scorpio. She's like, game on. Yeah, let me actually tell you what I think of, like about my my deep psychological reaction to your work. Like, yeah, she's a Mercury in Scorpio. Also, it is worth noting, two degrees away from asteroid Pallas Athena, which is the asteroid of strategy, new ideas, changing your mind, rethinking the strategy, rethinking the situation. It's like being the woman in the war room with the men, having a genius idea that comes out of a long-term conflict. I mean, I think this could actually be a fucking, I could, I think this could lead to an absolutely dope collaboration in whatever way. I think this could really be huge for, because here's the thing, right? It's not just what I think they demonstrated for us, that it's not just about you know, cultivating and working within safe spaces and safe communities. I think the deeper issue on a cultural level, which I do think it is the responsibility or not even, it's the deep burden of the cardinal signs of the Libra, Capricorn, Aries, and Libra, Capricorn, and Cancer's me, me, Cancer. It's our responsibility to figure out how to, how to actually lead in, in the area of how to have a functional, safe, 
and collaborative connected community and be able to disagree. Like, like actually what Libra season, I think what this Aries full moon is actually reminding us of is that when we have strong senses of our own self, then being in community and in conversation and in partnership with people can be beautifully harmonious and harmonious and perhaps really expand your life and deepen your connection, not only to, you know, what is Scorpio, it's killing what you were before that union came together and being reborn into something new, which takes you on the Sagittarius adventure of growth, right? So I do, I feel like that is where like the country, the world is in, is in absolute dire peril because it's like, oh, you disagree with me? You're a fucking idiot. Actually, what she did was share how something made her feel. He shared how something made him feel. Then they hung out and talked to Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Got it. And it seemed like they left on good terms. And in fact, they were like, get the most arty, bizarro director here to to capture this moment. I hope that's true. I would love to see Boz's take on this conversation. To be a fly in the wall with a camera crew. What a dream. What a dream. Okay. But like, like, I think that what they're showing us is that actually community is about, and relationship is actually about learning how to disagree and and dialogue about it. And that it's not about I'm right, you're wrong. So that means you're the enemy or you're different or you're fucked up or you're anything. It actually means I have this experience. You have this experience. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I think it also, you know, when you started saying like, it is the deep burden of the cardinal sign (laughs) where I thought you were going with that was to say that it's the deep burden of the arts, Mm. which I think it is. Um, well, and actually how interesting that you say that, because if you look at Kanye's chart, for example, Kanye has his moon in Pisces, his son in his 12th house, the Pisces house of Gemini, he actually is here to be a, he's here to be a mutable artist. And Gabriella is here to trigger him and bring him to court and talk about it. Yeah. And, and he's been doing that since, you know, the first, like, I mean, wasn't his first album entitled College Dropout? Indeed it was. Which was really provocative to a lot of people. Um, So from from that onward, I think, you know, without fail, provocation, provocation. Um, And 
you know, this, this, I think this is like a beautiful example of productive conversation coming out of provocation, right. which is, you know, the arts should do more of that. You know, there should be more of that happening all of the time. Right. Well, and it actually is, it's so funny to think in terms of I agree completely. And it's interesting to think in terms of Gabriella's background. It's like, oh, she, like she's actually coming from a history where art is something that not only when you have a relationship with it, that actually is just academic you see it everywhere like that was one of the things that she was talking about how she's so lucky that she has this art history education because now she feels that she has this like deeper connection again Scorpio Mercury she feels that she has like a deeper connection and understanding and way of working with the world because she gets the references which which again Capricorn Moon she's like fucking proud as hell about okay and then she has her Venus conjuncture Jupiter in Virgo so the two things she cares about are like textiles what we create and harvest and what we get out of things. And then, you know, language. So she and Kanye are like perfect adversaries in this way. And I think that because she's an art history student, I mean, it is interesting thinking in those terms, because one of the things that she said publicly in the first, in her first tweet about why she didn't like it, she said that was like a shameful stunt, anti-black stunt. It was all these, I'm traumatized, blah, blah, blah. And like Kanye is going to try to say it was art, but that was not art. Like that was not art. I mean, in a way, it's sort of an interesting opportunity for her. And I wonder if she'll look back and feel differently. But like, you know, as an art history student, you never actually get to meet Picasso or talk to Picasso or talk to Van Gogh. Or, I mean, I, whatever you want to say about him, Kanye is a living icon and he is an artist who is shaping the collective before our eyes. And the opportunity to actually judge, you know what? A lot of people were like, um, that Picasso sucks. That doesn't look anything like Hilda. It's like, and her eye is on her shoulder. It's like, yeah, somebody could have been like, this sucks. And in fact, I think everybody at first was like, this sucks. Like the way he was actually making a living as an artist at first was just like copying the, the old French paint. Like he was like copying Rembrandt's and copying these very traditional landscape pieces or portraits then he went into portraits but then he was like this is boring as shit these are good but it's so fake it's not me and so he started fucking around and he's but like it's like he started playing with it and it was subversive and then he became like again like Kanye we should look at their charts but he became one of the biggest living working artists of his time he knew when he died that he was Picasso and that is very rare and Kanye's that too and the fact that this art history student is actually sitting with someone who made something that she said this is not art Capricorn Libra I know I it's hard because once we are somewhere we don't really want to have to keep moving the conversation forward we finally got comfortable being somewhere and leading in that conversation and it's like no 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 Gabriella an art history student you are until the day you die because you are interested not only in aesthetics and and influence but you're interested in power and you're interested in business so this was, I would guess this was one of maybe in this moment, she might still have feelings about it, but I think she's going to look back on this moment and think that it was one of the best and most, this, she could write a book on, on this moment in her life. And it is truly the reward slash come to, come to your knees moment of her personal Saturn return. She is going through her Saturn return that cannot be understated. And I think just side note, her Chiron is actually on your Saturn, which is why you're a little bit like, wait, I actually have to like perform and talk about like my art and whatever. Cause you're like, I know I have a responsibility to, to make art and facilitate art. And I know that I'm a creative genius, but there's like baggage around and lessons to learn. Whereas for her, but that's also why, well, I don't even get into it, but 
she had, that's why you're a great mom, is what I was going to say. That's why you're a really creative mom and you're, and you're creating a really expressive, unique kid because you understand the, you understand the importance and the, and I, we don't need to get into your child, I'll do that privately, but all I'm saying is that her wound is directly to the degree on your Saturn. So this is an interesting moment where it's like, if I could just connect the two of you and you were just going to say, hey, cool to put yourself out there. Maybe you don't want to do it yourself, Saturn and fucking Leo, but you are, you do want to nurture the kids who are putting themselves out there. She is brave to say Kanye traumatized me and she's brave to show up and talk to him. Chiron and Leo, you kind of always walk around with that feeling of like, if I express myself, and especially with this, all the Virgo in her chart, if I express myself imperfectly, the shoes might have hurt her from that place. Like, will you say my style look bad? That's why I don't want to show up in these things. She likes being behind the scenes. Mercury, Scorpio, she likes being behind the scenes and then knowing that she was the power behind the brilliant thing. But then she's not on the line. For Capricorn Moon and Chiron in Leo being embarrassed, but Libra season, Aries, Moon conjunct Chiron, this is a growing experience for her. The Chiron in the sky of this full moon was exactly trine, meaning in a, in a harmonious open line of communication with her Chiron. So this was a moment that brought up her deepest fucking nightmare opposite her her you know, Saturn and Aquarius. Okay. She does have responsibility to broadcast. She does have a responsibility to like be a bit detached and work with the culture and work on the culture. And wow, what a perfect foray into it. Like in perfect fucking Saturn return fashion, it is completely aligned with bringing up and triggering her deepest wound for an awakening that actually allows for that healing where she ultimately might be like she could go down long-term as like the next Virgil Aloe. I have no idea what that means. I'm not into fashion, but apparently he's the dude. And, and I think that she, I think that this will be the beginning of a long-term or some kind of a return to that. Like not necessarily that she has to be like a fashion designer or that she has to, you know, be good at what you do and be the best at what you do. And don't do it if you're not the best Capricorn moon. But I don't know. I think this will affect her long-term in, wonderful ways and I wouldn't be surprised if she and Kanye continued to engage in dialogue she was talking about the importance of mentors and the importance of mentorship interesting thing to say in retrospect but she was saying that there's a a deep importance in mentorship and cultivating those relationships no matter what and she said that one of her biggest mentors I don't remember the name it was a fashion designer who she was an intern for and she actually has a completely different aesthetic so she said learning the aesthetic working with it and then basically deconstructing it to find her own voice was the thing that made her feel confident to like really keep climbing up this ladder. And one of the things she said is like, you know, whenever I have like a big idea, the first person I call is her. And if she hates it, I usually go into it wholeheartedly because I know it's a great idea. So it'll be really interesting to see if she can do that with Kanye too, or if they can create that kind of relationship because she actually, as a Libra Capricorn, that's the thing, Libra moon, it would be different. Libra sun, she's like, okay, wait, have me down as a diplomat and I'm open to connecting with people. And as a Capricorn moon, she's like, just make me better at this. I'm down to, I'm down. Libras are down for conflict if it is for a larger scale aesthetic or balancing. Do you know what I mean? I think there needs to be, it's not, it can't just be simply personal, but there has to be something broader than oneself. And then engaging in conflict is, is more comfortable. Then it's okay because there's some collective aspiration, some, some collective leveling. Right. right. Capricorn moon too. The deceiving thing about Capricorn moons and the deceiving thing about a Libra sun Capricorn moon, dare I say, you can, you can disagree with me if I'm wrong as an arc, as a living, walking, breathing archetype. Okay. I'm also Cardinal, but I'm cancer. So as a Libra 
sun, Capricorn moon. I think the thing about Capricorn moon that nobody really tells you is like Capricorn moons do really fucking care, but they care so much. And in a way that they actually don't really need to, <sighs> sometimes we get a, a rap of being like cold or detached. We are, you know, the moon in in Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So it's a little bit like, oh, you're having feelings. Mm, That's a good data point. Now, what can you do to work with that? There's no Capricorn moons have sometimes people will be like, why don't you call me when you're crying? It's like, because I'm doing my, my bath ritual and doing my cry photo shoots. Like, I don't need to call you when I'm crying. I, I just cry for a minute and then it's over. Like I'm, I'm not emotionally, like if I'm emotionally hung up on anything, it is 100% a status wound in some way. Like, you know, like, and and it's not that I'm necessarily even hurt, but I mean, I have other things that hurt, but it's like, I'm not hurt by it as much as I'm like, I'll show them. I'll see you at the vanity fair party. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's sort of like, um, there's, there's like a, a tallying that one does Mm -hmm. sort of, um, you know, keeping track, keeping track, the data points, I think is a yep. good, um, yeah. a, a good analogy. And there's sort of tracking things. It's not like you're not feeling things, but it's a little bit like, oh, that, okay, making a note. Right. Like, that- you can, well, and it's like, and even like when you feel things and you're making that note, there is like, I think, it's like, I think what the Capricorn moon psyche does is go, okay, it's a good thing that you're crying because you wouldn't have known this otherwise. And now this, now you can be productive with this. Now you can do, now you can like work with this. Like, I think Capricorn moon is always having the desire to like continue working with, working on building on, and in a way that actually influences not only the way that we personally appear, but the way that the world functions. So I actually think she was way less hurt than everyone was tweeting like she was. Would would you say too that like um, Capricorn Moon would be, um, uh, you know, like when someone makes you angry, like regarding that as information about them? Yes. Now you know. So that's that's yes. the Capricorn Moon thing. Yes, because Capricorn Moon ultimately is you know, it's opposite cancer. So cancer is like nurture, like home, like feel good. Your feelings change all the time. Have time to cry, have time to this, you know, cancer, cancer energy is very moody and weepy and intuitive, but it can also be really bitchy and controlling and like wishy-washy. And it is that behind closed doors, inner self work stuff where it's like, damn, I don't want anyone to know, but I literally just threw an egg of plates across the room. And it's like, yes, that is technically abusive behavior. And I understand that the Capricorn moon is like, yeah, I fucking threw the plate. Like I was making a fucking point. And like, now you got my point. Like there's a sort of a directed, I think Capricorn moon is very directed. So it's like, it's like the work doesn't feel like the work. Like even what you described out your early days, uh, they, one of the panels I watched with Gabriella, a, a kid asked her like, without any resources or like family or anything in New York, like after you were a student, what did you do? How did they pay the bills? And she's like, well, I lived in a basement with like 12 people in Bushwick. I paid $400 a month, but that's, I, I chose fashion. And so I, I chose this style of living to get into the scene because at the end of the day, the cheap was, the, the rent was cheap. Community is everything. And it allowed me to pursue my interest in, in this creative field. And so I was like, oh, that's funny. I think it's what Ellie just said just now. So that's kind of neat. Um, but it is, it's like, I think that's the thing. That's Capricorn moon though. Capricorn moon on a certain level does need luxury and status. And, but Capricorn more than anything is playing Capricorn moon, playing the long game 
Capricorn is the archetype of the goat that is going to climb up the motherfucking mountain with or without you. And if you come with, I got a water ball water bottle for you and you will write a good Yelp review. Capricorn moon is either the, the Sherpa that you follow up the mountain or the Sherpa that you're waving to when they get to the top and they do not need to rush. Capricorn is a patient sign. Capricorn is a slow burn because it's a long journey and until you're dead, it never stops. It is the climb, the climb, the climb, the climb. So I think, I think for Gabriella to be in her first public fight with Kanye West, I think her Capricorn moon ass could not be more proud. Way to, way to, way to actually skip up the mountain. Way to get, way to take a scooter up. You're a little bit higher now, even if the, even if the climb left your muscles sore and actually you like pulled the tendon, it was worth it. Keep going. And it's interesting too. The last thing I'll say her, not the, I mean, I could go on and on, but then I, but I do have a client anyway. So lucky you, but it's like, it's interesting. And then I'll, then I'll do your reading too. But it's like, I think that this was a huge moment for Gabriella long-term in actually understanding the function of her power because her South node in cancer happened to be speaking of Pallas Athena, exactly conjunct Pallas Athena and Lilith in cancer opposite her North node with her Lilith in Capricorn. So this was, this energy really was having her South Node in Cancer activated, but with a fucking rebellious, bad bitch, feminine archetype and a Pallas Athena strategy archetype. Like, I think, I think a lot of times people that have South Nodes in Cancer have a really hard time I think it's one of the hardest nodal accesses to get yourself out of because who doesn't want to be a South Node in Cancer? Go back to that Cancer life where you're just like the mommy who gets taken care of and you get to be a martyr, you get to be the queen, you get to be, you, you know, we get to be January Jones and Mad Men, which for some people might actually work. That might be, you know, it's like there's an energy of like, we, I have like, I am, I will cook in the kitchen. I will raise the kids. I will be a victim when I want to be. I will, I have been abused and therefore I am upset and I have a reason to be upset, right? So I think all of this because she has Lilith and palace athena in the sky directly on the degree of her south node in cancer going you know what gabby you are still a woman you are you are feminine but you're capricorn woman you are a leadership woman so you know what these are two major leadership woman asteroids speaking directly and in a trine with the south node in Scorpio, her south node in Cancer. So it's basically like, oh, you know what? I'm not a victim. Candace Owens and I can agree on a one thing. We're both not victims. And it is awesome to be in this feminine public fight in a way that she gets to show up Capricorn moon at the table doing her Capricorn north node work. Her north node is conjunct her Uranus, same as yours. You both. Interesting. Another interesting connection between the two of you. When you get into doing the work of your work, which I think we just saw starting here on this podcast now, Ellie, thank you for being so brave and moving out of your moving out of your south node in Taurus and getting a little bit dangerous down here. And that's what Gabriella said. He said Kanye's shirts were dangerous. This podcast a little dangerous, but you know what? I got a Zora mask on and I'm proud to say, what did Dory say? Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> I have no, didn't he have like a thing? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was just the. It's like Z. Yeah. It was, yeah, it, was a, it was not a, it was not a vocal. Yeah, it was silent. A, yeah, we'll save Zora for fashion. This is, this is radio, but she has a huge Capricorn stellium. Pluto is literally just sitting on her moon, ripping up from the roots, the, from the depths of her soul, everything that she thought made her feel safe. Everything she thought 
power meant, everything she thought status meant, everything that she was afraid of happening if she actually got as high up in the ranks as she knew that she ultimately was going to. And it's like, you know, her Lilith and her her North Node, her Uranus, when she actually does officially take her seat at the table, which I believe she just did during the very end of her, oh, love to see it, Saturn return. And then her wound is opposite her Saturn healing and activating and healing and getting her to work with that performance express yourself wound. She really does start to become the embodiment of a whole new uh She's she's the devil wears Prada now. Just the the this like modeling of conflict and yes. how to come through it. Yes, I yes. think <laughs> it, it is exemplary. Yeah. You know, this is a new mode. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Right, Libra, Libra will engage in conflict in a way that is elegant, calm, cool, real, but also open. And willing to meet you where you are, because if you want to get to Scorpio, if you want to be that Libra marriage, married, committed, connected partner, it's not about, it's not about agreeing. It's about disagreeing agreeably. It's about learning how to have difficult conversations because in a good relationship, which in fact she may have with Kanye now, the goal is not winning the fight. The goal is understanding. And if you go into a conversation that's a conflict and you have the agreement that you want to understand where the other's coming from, it's a whole lot easier than needing to sway someone to your side or the other. Libra doesn't actually need anybody's sides to be swayed. They need everybody to get along, make nice, and be on the same page in terms of what we're doing here, which is to try to make things look pretty pretty, and, and create more equality in the world. And that might look different to you, but I'm down for this cause. And so, yeah, let's meet up and call your friend Boz. Yeah. And it's something that we could, that this, like our entire culture could take something away from right now. I sure hope we do, because honestly, it's so much bigger than the, are the shirts offensive or not conversation. It's the beginning of the changing of the power structures and how it works. And it is the. And what the outcomes look like. Right. And and actually playing the Capricorn, playing the long game to go, okay. We're going to climb this mountain. I'm in. Let's 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 do everything we can now to keep that climb going, because at the top, we know that we already have a plan for the community and we're going to lay out the community like this way. And when I'm journaling in my sleep, I'm actually both of you working with architecture and and working with design and architecture in the same way. It's like because because it's worth it to get to the top of the mountain, not only because of like my Wikipedia page when I die, but mostly because I have a really good idea for community layout or I have a really good idea for like a pool hotel at the top of this mountain that I live in or whatever it is for you whatever it is for her the really funny thing I want to tell you and then I'll let you go because I have fourth anyway but the video that I one of the videos that I watched she doesn't have that that thing I couldn't even really find where she was born like she's not a public figure she is a rising star in an industry that is corporate so there isn't really that much like she's not like on a bunch of podcasts she's not like whatever Mm -hmm. maybe she will be now yeah Gabriella, if you're listening, we're so fucking proud of you. Thanks for showing up and playing in and being confident and cool and and a collected ass, beautiful ass Libra example for us all. But the one video that's online of her is like a like trying on this like like she would do these like demos where she, like a designer sends or something she wears it and she's like I'm gonna do like a review I'm gonna wear this for the day you're gonna see me wear this walk around for the day and I'm gonna do a review of the functionality of this product. Do you know what the do you know what the, the the fashion item that she chose to work with was? What? 
a giant hat. <laughs> giant hat. Small hats matter. Giant hats matter. And gender doesn't matter. And fighting respectfully is awesome. Fighting respectfully is the objective. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings. Welcome to. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hulu.